Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Liberty Libations number 43. My name is Jake Green, joined as always by Stephen Hilton and Alden Cheers. Hardy. Slaunch, everybody. What y'all drinking? Steve, what do you got this time? I'm still working on the homebrew, the strawberry blonde. Uh, so we um, we brewed some more IPA last weekend. Got to empty the kegs and make some room. And somehow you had to organize one beer to a four of right next to you? Uh, no, there's three cans behind that one. Okay. So okay. I've got I've got the order. All right. Alden, what are you drinking? Normally, I'm pretty partial to redheads, but I also have a blonde tonight, actually. Oh. Hutton and Smith, local brewery, base camp blonde. I don't normally like blondes, honestly, that much. Like, truly, now we're just talking about beer. <laughs> but this one's pretty good. Nice. 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 And as, as always, um, future sponsor of the show, I'm drinking Guinness. <laughs> hey, I've got a Guinness glass. It's just old and worn out. So, you know, I, I find it to be insulting that you pour something besides Guinness and a Guinness glass. I don't care for it. And I don't think you should be allowed back on the show. <laughs> I had so many Guinness glasses that I borrowed from various pubs in Savannah. And they all got shattered in that house we lived in there. Shocker. Yeah, no, it was. I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah, with Owen throwing a cast iron skillet into a sink full of dishes every night. Like, yeah, no, it oh it happened. Gosh, like, I completely <laughs> forgot that he did that. And just yes. stuff went everywhere. Why I had did he to clean? I don't know. I had to clean broken glass out of the sink like every week. Anyway, <laughs> flashback. Freaking Owen McCrory. <laughs> How's he doing? Have you seen him? I we we can him. talk about that later, but yeah, I, I haven't seen him. But I'm, you know, he was always a winner, so I'm sure he's still out there winning. He's fine, yeah. Still throwing skillets. <laughs> still throwing skillets. I'm sure that's All a right. euphemism of some sport. <laughs> All right. Well, we're waiting on our fourth member to get here a little later, um, and we're going to do trivia then. So for now, Zach, let's go to our first. Uh, let's go to our first story. Biden is unveiling the American Climate Corps, a program with echoes of the New Deal. Let's scroll down a little bit, Zach, um, just to read a little bit more. The White House on Wednesday unveiled a new climate jobs training program that it says could put 20,000 people to work in its first year on projects like restoring land, improving communities' resilience to natural disasters, and deploying clean energy. Come on, y'all. He's going to create 20,000 new government jobs. That's like, almost as much as are killed by guns every day. <laughs> I mean, according to some people. You, yeah. Yeah, right? there we go. <laughs> according to, uh, what is it, Pelosi or Barbara Boxer, one of them. Yeah. I forget who we were talking about that said their quote was like, it was yeah. like 100,000 a day or something. I'm like, there'd be no one left. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> and like, it's, it's a bunch of people too that re repeated that after that, which was absolutely of course, hilarious. yeah. Like, but anyway, what do we think about this? Like, what what's the end game here? Why do we have an American Climate Corps being formed? Is it because they couldn't get the Green New Deal through? Yes, I was I was going to make the same comment that basically this is that with a new name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally they're taking. I mean, how many? How much are people going to get paid? Twenty thousand people get paid. What? I'm assuming there's going to be massive overpaying. So twenty thousand we'll, we'll migrant workers, hundred grand a year per person. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and then not only that, but is is this going to be? I mean, does this qualify for like military service? 
You know, like, can I join the climate corps and then have PTSD because of climate change? <laughs> and not thought of that care for life. I think people are already trying to go that route without joining the core. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you even said the headline even said it, you know, it echoes the new deal. And that's what that's yeah. the whole thing is. They're trying to say, Hey, this thing isn't dead yet. And they're not just talking about Biden. They're yeah. talking about the green new deal. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they got Bernie up there on the podium, you know, weekend at Bernie's up there. Oh, <laughs> I swear. We're going to see his puppet strings one day. Like what makes him stand up? It's wild. There's yeah. no way that that's a real picture. Or the like, edge of his that, mask. That looks like something I created in Photoshop. We were just talking about green screens. Like, <laughs> it looks like a green screen. Like the the I don't know. He is like perfectly in focus, all of it, and then the background is incredibly out of focus. Um, which you can achieve that look, but like Biden just never looks real, especially when he's trying to be serious. I think the background is real. He's green screened. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he looks like he's thinning. I, has he already been embalmed? Like, is there some kind of like <laughs> robot endoskeleton within him that allows him to move around and look like he's talking? At what point did somebody tell him, you look great in aviators? Um, you, you should wear them all <laughs> the time. I think it was 1936 <laughs> when someone told him that, yeah. What well, the frick is this Play Live radio thing that just popped up here, Zach? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you trying Someone, to zoom in on the picture? <laughs> legend has it they once told Corn Pop he didn't look good in aviators. And uh, they are still feeling his leg hair in the pool to this day. <laughs> yeah. How many so how many people work for the government now? Do we know that? It's it's millions. Do you count right? the military? They're the largest the... single employer in the country, I do believe. Oh, we definitely count military. Then yeah. the, then it is a lot, yeah. I think it's the aviators in the, the hat make him feel superior. Yeah. <laughs> are we sure he can think that analytically at this point in time? I feel like I feel like it's just to put a shade over his like no way anybody's going to see behind those aviators. He's just got dead eyes back there. Or he's just all pupil because <clears throat> whatever they have him on. <laughs> it's just nothing they didn't have enough time to do the makeup around the mask edge there that day. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. So they were like, throw the glasses on. It's just a weird route to take in the middle of all this Ukraine war stuff, COVID apparently coming back, all these new regulations coming, and now they're going to put in a core to fight global or climate train change here at home. Like, it's yeah. And, and here's an interesting, you know, if you want to spitball like a storyline. So here's here's an interesting like, what if you want to go down a rabbit hole? Rabbit you know, hole. What if, what if they start incentivizing this stuff more than military service? Then they remove. The draft, which, you know, hurrah from the libertarians, right? Because we don't like prescription. We don't agree with that. But this gains more momentum than serving in the military. (laughs) Because, you know, the youth of today is so brainwashed that they will sign on to this communist stuff. And it's basically like they're drafting their own army within our ranks. What are going to be some of their, like, what are they going to do? What are some of their things that they're going to be in charge of? Like, I don't really understand what they're going to be doing. Um, let's see. I've got the thing pulled up on my end. I mean, they, they literally don't say specifically what they're going to be doing. They just say. Deploying uh, clean energy, maintaining the land. And what, what, what else did you say? It was three things. Uh, communities resilience to natural disasters. Okay. So, but that, that's so broad. What does that mean? Like, tell us what you're going to be doing because that could encompass 
such a wide range of things, some of which might actually be useful, like the improving communities resilience to natural disasters. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, but we got the Red Cross. Uh, so if you're looking for that, there we go. That already exists. All right. Deploy low cost, reliable, clean energy. That doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> implement energy efficient solutions to help families save money on their energy bills. That's not going to happen. Uh, rebuild coastal wetlands to protect coastal communities from storm surges and flooding. Um, I mean, haven't they been trying to do that for like decades? How do you rebuild wetlands? <laughs> just make it wetter. Just, just pour some more water on it. <laughs> um, manage forests to prevent catastrophic, catastrophic wildfire. Okay, well, they can start in the property next to my property in Montana. <laughs> Because they have not maintained that property in decades. I mean, there is an insane amount of deadfall. The, it, the whole thing is a massive fire risk. And then they get mad at you for not doing fire mitigation on your own property. And it's like, oh, of course, your land is way worse than mine. Go. Away. And then you were telling me, is this is this the checkerboard situation in Montana yeah. where it's like the private property and the public land is in a checker pattern? Yeah. So you're surrounded by some several sides, like by yeah. public land. Three everywhere. sides. Three yeah. sides, public land. And That's it's so all weird. none of it has been maintained, I would guess, in over 40 years. No one has gone through there taking down any type of deadfall, taking down any trees that are dead, anything like that. It's and then and then they fine you for not doing it. What happened to like control burns? Didn't that used to be like a thing where they would do like little pockets and they had a plan and do, you know, go across everywhere and do I think, little bits. I think what happened to that was the same thing that happened to nuclear energy, which is it got out of hand a couple of times and people started freaking out about it. Oh, so okay. People got nervous about it. And said, so then well, they stopped do that doing anymore. It. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I you thought. Know, they stopped. Another reason. Another thing that happened with the controlled burning was uh, I'll give you a hint. It used to ride around in a limousine with Larry Sinclair. <laughs> That's what? what happened to the control burn. <laughs> you got it. Oh, okay. got it. <laughs> okay, I was like, I feel like that didn't narrow it down enough for me, but maybe yeah. that's just me. He got in there and put the kibosh on it. Okay. Yeah. Steven, Is that when that went away? I don't know. Steven, you should know that when you're trying to make references to specific people being related to specific things. Uh-oh. Just leave me hanging. Good <laughs> He should... doesn't know we talked about it on the show last week. Uh... Yeah, I know. <laughs> that gummit. Hey, there where, it is. Where did I freeze? <laughs> <laughs> you froze at specific people and specific things. Yes. That gummit. You're going to have to explain it for the idiots <laughs> like me and Alden, is what I was trying to say. Okay. Right. I got I'm you. sure I was making some dumb face in that moment. Gotcha. Well, and it was a throwback Could to the previous worked. episode because we did go over. Uh, the Tucker Carlson interview with uh, Larry Sinclair. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that it's uh, an interesting interview. I'm sorry I missed last week. I was wiped out from driving 32 hours in three days. You have my immediate sympathy. I just did that recently. So. <laughs> Wait a second. You have a Tesla. Can't you just take a nap? I wrecked the Tesla yesterday. Oh, yesterday? Yeah, I've got major whiplash right now. Dang. Yeah. Guy uh, took a left turn in front of me, and I just T-boned the mess out of him. Like I was wow. just dri driving down the road, and he pulled out in front of me, and my wow. front end went into his uh, two side doors. Uh, not not in the fun way. 
Not a euphemism, yeah. <laughs> Out there throwing skillets. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. Tesla is uh, on the fritz at the moment. We'll see. The airbag, I was going like 30 miles, 35 miles an hour, and the airbags didn't deploy. Wow. Save it, though. It's a really good quick phone charger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be totaled because... Yeah, and dog air conditioner. <laughs> Freaking buddy. <laughs> How's your back end, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a total because generally if the airbags don't go off, um, they're not going to total it unless there's like frame bending. Um, I don't think there was. It was head on. Um, so we'll see. Um, wasn't the wasn't my favorite day of the year so far. Yeah, yeah. unless it's an older car. And then they're like, oh, you cracked your bumper total. Like they're yeah. not messing with that. Like, yep. But your car is five hundred dollars. His car is screwed. So. Yeah. Dang. He's also screwed, so it sucks for him. He was a nice guy, too. It was unfortunate. Oh, man. Well, another thing that could be happening with this, uh, I mean, because, again, bringing up Obama, was mm -hmm. that was one of the things he was talking about on, on the campaign platform. We need a citizen army or a citizen military just as strong, just as well-funded. You know, and then you can't hear what else he's saying over the... Ah! And it was like, it, was, it sounded exactly like the brown shirt movement being formed again. You know, because the Occutards were, you know, holding down wall street mm -hmm. um and uh it was the occupy movement you know it was right around the time andrew breitbart got nixed mm. uh because he was getting to the bottom of, of the occupy movement and, and it was all tied to organizations that were funding <clears throat> the obama campaign and there's speculation that he's still calling the shots this is just his third term yeah oh you yeah know? i mean i think it's clear that he has major influence <laughs> I don't, oh, absolutely. I don't think that's debatable. Right. Um, but Stephen, as a climate survivor yourself, how do that's you right. feel about this whole thing being implemented on a personal level? Well, in between nightmares and panic attacks, um, I just want to be a part of a better tomorrow, you know, where we all care and come together. And I just want to know that my kids have a future where turtles don't have straws in their noses. All right. Yeah, we're clipping yeah. that. that. I that's, mean, you had me. going to be the clip of the show. You had me and everyone coming together. I'm, I'm there for that. <laughs> Buddy, you're not wrong. My wife could have tucked and rolled out of that accident without <laughs> a scratch. <laughs> you're not lying. All right, let's go, on, let's go on to the next stunt. one, Zach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, stunt people, the guy coming on in a little bit. Is a stuntman himself. I had one last thing to say on this in the environmental thing, which is no. I don't trust the government to do this at all. Mm -hmm. We're in good company here, I think, with that one or whatever. The same oh, people, yeah. we mentioned this like a week or two ago. I don't know if Jake was here for that. The same people that like state by state, like there's different laws on it, but sometimes they'll tell you, you can't collect rainwater. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you, oh, but we have this other good idea to restore wetlands or to protect you from environmental. I'm like, if you live in Phoenix, save the fucking rainwater like what's the problem like that helps that helps everybody it helps you you know if you use it for yeah. whether it's drinking you're more independent if you don't have to water your lawn if you can use gray water storage tanks or something to water your lawn instead of drinking water or whatever oh, yeah. like why why are the same people that like in i don't know the specific laws in phoenix or whatever maybe there they do but like in general, I think Georgia doesn't. Georgia doesn't let you collect rainwater unless it's specifically for agricultural, but they get really weird about it. If you want to drink it, then it's like, oh, no, you know. Don't anyway, tell anybody I've got not. a 320-gallon 
tub in my backyard. Yeah, we, we do not have rain police here. There might be municipalities like Johns Creek and what have you that would go around and check things or you yeah. know, various HOAs might get upset about it. But mm-hmm. we do not have rain police here. Uh, okay. We have, uh, we have a, a majority of our populace would uh, get pretty testy about that. Hmm. Yeah, as you should. Like It's that way in Colorado. That's why we didn't buy land in colorado we chose montana is because you you cannot you're restricted in what you can do on your own property you can't put a five gallon bucket out to collect water for any reason (laughs) that's insane (laughs) it's insane the only place that should have a problem with five gallon buckets is florida because mosquitoes but i'm kidding (laughs) well we have a uh, short-term visitor yeah a little bit later today because uh, special meeting, and so it starts at nine instead of eight forty-five. So there you right go. On. There you go. All That's right. very specific for a meet time. Yeah, eight forty-five. Yeah. Well, eight thirty was too early, and nine o'clock seems too late. <laughs> and eight fifty is just outright. All right, that's the Goldilocks time. All right, let's bring up the next article, Zach. Elon Musk's Neuralink approved to recruit humans for brain implant trial. I hear it's safe and effective. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 60% of the time it works every time. This is something we could probably talk about for the entire night. Um, I... I don't know. Let's uh, let me get Stephen. Let me get your first thoughts on whether or not, first of all, you think that Neuralink is going to be successful or and second of all, whether or not you would potentially get it in the future. Uh, So first of all, yes, it's going to have to have some kind of success behind it. And for it to be announced that it's been approved to recruit human trials, that Mm -hmm. means we've been doing that for at least five years already. Yeah. Yeah. you know, we're just finally allowed to talk about it and get government grants and apply for loans and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, you know, you look at, obviously, you know, the focus is going to be on crippled children and veterans, you know, that come back maimed from combat, things like that, that, um, you know, you get get a terrible accident overseas at war when you come back and you're paralyzed from the waist down and you put this chip in and, hey, now all of a sudden your legs work, Mm -hmm. you know, but, all he's got to do is whisper, execute order 66, and you go kill your local politician. <laughs> Good you <know>? reference. <laughs> so uh, it's it's kind of give and take. And that and it's it, it'll harken back to, you know, if you've never seen his first interview he did with Joe Rogan, uh, it, it's it's critical to understand what's going on here because he's is saying that the spliff one or no. Yes, it's the spliff yeah. one because yeah. he's talking about whether or not he does this this is going to happen. Right. You know, cause there's, there's borderline religious movements happening under this technology. Cause you got mm-hmm. the biohacking community. You've got, um, what is it? Zoltan Istvan pioneered this on the, pol- on the political stage. Um, transhumanism. There we go. There we go. Uh, and, and it's been written about, you know, from the likes of Bertrand Russell and things like that, you know, since what seventies and eighties. Uh, so this is happening whether he does it or not. And you have to just kind of assume that he is, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, he's a capitalist. So, I mean, you're going to make tons of money on this, regardless who rolls it out first. True. And then second off, maybe he doesn't like people telling him what to do. Maybe he doesn't, you know, I, I wouldn't say that he's our knight in shining armor, that he's going to defend our, our, our digital freedom or our cyborg freedom or whatever the hell's next in this step of evolution we're looking at. Hmm. But this is the next wave of medical technology. 
I mean, this this is going to happen. I mean, we're talking about you know, chronic depression, um, addictions, uh, you know, paralysis, limb injuries, you know, things like that that can just yeah. flip a switch gone. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the more studies that come out about like electricity and just things, all your electronics and LEDs and all these things that are around us all the time. And it turns out many of them are not great for you. Um, Do you know the and tests? Yet we're, what's Sorry, that? go ahead. No, I just said, I was just going to say, and yet we're continuing to go further down the road to the point where we're literally putting things that we don't really completely understand. And we're going to put them inside the human body permanently to interact with the most important part of the human body. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, but I ate a bratwurst last week. But <laughs> so, I mean, what's in that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of folks kind of have that rationale. You know, would I ever get one? I don't know. It's kind of like laser eye surgery. I'm kind of waiting for that 20 year data to come out. Yeah. Do one at a time. Do one lobe of your brain, you know? Yeah. Then, I mean, like once, once I've made my career, you know, I've blazed my trail. I've got my kids. They're raised. I'm confident in the path they're going. Uh, you know, if, if a certain something doesn't want to work all of a sudden one day and there's a implant that can make that happen. Hey man, I'm all about it. Yeah. I um, think it'd have to be a major disability or some, some catastrophe in my life that would basically <laughs> force me to get that. Cause I, yeah. just, I have no interest in the, the possible side effects, the possible rip, repercussions of what could happen if, I mean, people can hack into Teslas. So the fact that they can do that, yeah. people, people would be able to hack into your brain. Yeah. Are we going to put a back door in my brain? Like, I don't know. Thank you. I have one back door. That's all I need. You know, you don't even need that one most of the time. I do, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you got back doors on the brain, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then some of like you were saying, Jake, that uh, a lot of the things that we have, whether they're not good for you in the sense of they're addictive or they're not good for you in the sense of like EMF radiation or like whatever, yeah. I was going to say the EMF tests in order for them to pass the like cell phone test, they have to hold the device a certain distance away from the, you know, like mannequin head kind of thing that's like has all the sensors or whatever. Um, as if, everyone walks around with the phone this far away and they don't use actual like real life case tests. I, and that was the only I way that it passed. I do know plenty of people that walk around like this with the stupid phone on speakerphone. Okay. So, like, no, that's people store. in public in on grocery speaker. Store. Yes. That's no, that's unacceptable. If you're talking behavior. on speakerphone in public, you're a social pariah. Everyone <laughs> hates you. Yeah. And you should not be allowed to live. Like, I love, yeah. I love it. I love it. You walk around the grocery store. Hey, man, can you reach the, uh, hey, I'm on the phone, bro. You know, <laughs> what? Yeah, but you're in a grocery store. <laughs> Grab me the cheese dip and get out of here. You know, it's for me, it's always in the airport. It's always like sitting, waiting for my plane, and someone next to me is on FaceTime full volume. Yeah. And you can hear everything. <laughs> like, it's, wear headphones. Just wear some daggum headphones. Wear headphones. Look like a psychopath, like everyone else. It just looks like they're talking to themselves on a bus bench or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, for a while that was weird, but now it's like everyone knows that you're. Especially if your you can see there's headphones, everyone knows you're. Yeah. 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 It's 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 not so weird anymore. It used to be. It'll be weird when we have the Neuralink and we don't need the headphones. You know. Talking yeah, on exactly. the phone in a public bathroom should be illegal. <laughs> oh, that is so weird. Oh, man. That is always really uncomfortable. I literally had the other... Actually, it was when I moved here. It was the other month when I was driving down. Rest, 
uh, rest stop on the highway, a yeah. guy was doing an actual whistling while he took a shit next to me. It was whistling. the most uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> True. Wait, where, for like, where was it? It might have been me. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Missouri somewhere. <laughs> it was really weird. That's weird. I don't yeah. have so much of a problem with I've definitely been on the phone in a public bathroom. Like I've had to text. I don't think I've had to call anyone. I don't I don't call them. I get a call. Oh, okay. Like yeah. and, and I generally will answer the daggum phone. Right. Well, and it works for selling the a child lot. is you yours, know, like if you're like... supposed to be somewhere that you're not. And uh, you know, that's that's a quiet place you can expect zero interference. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's got to be like you're in a cubicle or whatever you want to say. Oh, I'm in the foyer. I'm waiting for someone to get here and unlock the door. You know, I don't know. Hearing a bathroom on the other end is an unmistakable sound, in if, my opinion. A public bathroom is a bad <laughs> idea because, like, if it's just you, you can like mute while you flush. But like in a public bathroom, you can't control the urinal. You know what I mean? That someone's at. Like, it's, it's a bad idea. It's yeah. very true. So th this kind of, uh, I, I remember a, a story from a few years ago about uh, breast implants can now be equipped with MP3 players with Bluetooth technology. What? And, and uh, you know, I just couldn't help but think, like, you know, where's the 20-year data on that? You know, you, you get in the gym and, you know, this chick's next to you on the treadmill and then all of a sudden you're never going to Is this a real thing? Up, never going to let you, you know, can someone <laughs> hack into that make it just play? Um, no, it's a, it's a real thing. This, this, this is, uh, I'm not joking about that part. Uh, what? What? No. MP3 players and breast implants. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? How does this work? How does it? <laughs> how does it keep battery? What? How, how does this work? I don't understand. Is right. it like powered like by the heart? Motion powered? Because I mean, I guess they do have certain things that now are powered by like like their watches. Their watches that you know, when you're walking, it gets charged. Um, right. Yeah. So I, it would have to be something like that, I guess. But like. How do you control anything? Is it MP3 player or is it just a speaker? Like, is there like the a three point five millimeter jack somewhere, like in the nipple or something? Like, how does this work? Yeah, or you just transfer data by, via Bluetooth, you know? And if it this is some working, cyberpunk weird oh, I mean, shit, you're definitely giving yourself cancer if you do that. Like, <laughs> right, that's right. insane. Which that's you know, is that what took out Senator McCain? You know, I would like to think it's the grace of, of God that took him from us. Uh, but, you know, it could have been holding his cell phone to his head for most of his life as a senator. It no, was listening I, I to like Sarah was, Palin next I time. feel like it was having a breast implant with this MP3 player in it. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, so, you know, that's that's the whole thing with the technology is, you know, this this presents a whole issue of how does the Constitution apply to this? You know, how how, how do we have freedom in a digital sphere when we start merging with machines? Mm. Or do we forsake portions of our natural human rights by accepting this technology into our bodies yeah like the accept here like the 30 page thing that we do yes. for just to use our phone or whatever yeah, it's part of the EULA, right you know like, yeah you Look, know, you're wa you're waving these three amendments or whatever it 100 you know? is like you're definitely waving something because anything that you do in the real world you definitely your, will be for the choice. trials it's like it's your choice so like eating food it's your choice getting on your phone it's your choice and you then basically waive whatever rights you have by signing those terms and terms of agreement or whatever terms of service. Yeah. Um, and you're going to do the same thing for this. So yeah, you'd be giving up part of your humanity to become this ridiculous creature that I will not be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, and what happens if you, so say you're paralyzed from the legs down or from the waist down and you get the chip, you get the neural link and yeah. it activates your legs 
and you finance it and you default on your payments. Mm -hmm. Do they just log in and shut it off? Oh, you man. know, what if you're a pilot mm. you're flying an airplane or something? Oof. Yeah, they you know, should. What, what if you're a what if you're a public oh, bus driver? Crap. Yeah. And all of a sudden my, your legs shut off because you because they repoed your chip. My same point that I made with the this you know the government wanting to like both save us from the environment, but then also like you know restricting what we can do individually to help ourselves and our communities and whatever sort of applies here with like the government, you know, wants to restrict what we can do with like psilocybin or something like that. And psilocybin has been shown to increase, I mean, like logarithmically increase neuroplasticity, which could actually allow you to rewire your brain to then use a different neural pathway to the legs and maybe walk again a different way. But that's illegal. That's a schedule one drug or whatever, of course, you know. And so yeah. now we're going this inorganic way. And we can't just put I, cripples on peyote. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is why you have to go support Mr. Shane T. Hazel and his mm -hmm. uh, quest to open up Brave, a PTSD mission. Um, yeah. Anybody watch that episode on, on Monday or Tuesday or whenever it came out? I've seen it and I haven't got a chance to it. I, I, I have a tab up for it. Yeah. It, yeah. it was great, man. He crushed it. Like it was it was really cool because he we talked a lot about Bitcoin and and uh, psilocybin and like mycelium and like the comparisons. I've been putting out clips all week. The comparisons between like Bitcoin and fungus and like the whole mycelium network and Bitcoin network. It's is mycelium the one that they they put the little dots of like organic material down and let them uh, yeah. in the pattern of the different cities and let them find the f smartest, most efficient way. And then yeah. they, they, in Japan or something, they built the trains based on what the mycelium found is the most efficient route between the points. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's one of my favorite like mushroom facts or whatever. Oh, fungus. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so cool. And like he was crushing it. Um, and, but you know, his, his whole thing now his like main project besides Bitcoin stuff is helping, um, people with PTSD get through it by taking them on a natural medicine journey um, yeah. up in, up in North Georgia. And he's trying, he's setting up a 501 C three and all that kind of stuff. So what is that? Nonprofit. Non non oh, okay. You I don't speak nonprofit. You know, either charity or educational purposes. Which, okay. you know, fun fact, a lot of news corporations are 501c3s. Shrooms is Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, so, I, you know, would I get a chip? I, you know, I would have to believe that I had control over it and I had a way to shut it off and or get it out if I didn't think I did. It's yeah. bad enough I use this all the time. Like, I, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're, man, I just struggle. Yeah, I struggle with how much time I spend on my daggum phone. Like yeah. I can't imagine being able to do whatever I want online in my freaking brain. Like I'd be checked out of reality. Like, I don't it, need that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost just like being in the metaverse forever. No, this uh, morning I went fishing and the whole point is you leave the phone in the car. Like you don't use it when you're out there. And if you have it in your well, half the time, you don't even pick the hook. Yeah. Sit in the chair and stare at the lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, so and then so like right now like we're in we're in a period of a of a geomagnetic storm right so 
what happens yeah. in the event of a of a solar flare if you have one of these Neuralink chips? Because I, you know, I was yeah. reading an article this morning that says that you know people that have you know anxiety issues or heart conditions or even pacemakers or this that and the other are more susceptible to electromagnetic radiation, especially you know during heightened times of, of a CME, you know coronal mass ejection or, or a solar storm. Uh, you know, how does that affect this? I, I know that's yeah. Kind of like if wall, if a solar flare short circuits everything that is electronic, then what do you think it's going to do to you if you have a freaking chip in your brain? Like, right. you're you could be in some major trouble. Does mm -hmm. it make you a lightning rod too? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, explain what what this going? magnetic storm of red level is. Well, the, I don't know what the red level. I mean, I, that sounds like a <laughs> bit of hyperbole there because uh, it, it's really because uh, as far as I know, NOAA has their own space weather dashboard. And this is still just considered a class one storm, which means right. I know the class is more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, you're going you're so to get some like nights in there. But because we're in the period of the Maunder minimum, which is, you know, so we've got 11 year cycles of solar activity. And when you're in the Maunder minimum, you know, the, the sun's not as active in general, but you are more prone to storms like this. You'll get these flare-ups. Uh, you'll get these strong solar flares, uh, and, and those have various classes as well. I know the X-class solar flares, one we talked about before, that will literally melt a telephone pole off its base. Um, yeah. A traffic signal being melted off its base, like happened in the 80s in Canada. Um, the so, next time... We I mean, this through. one, it's not one of the worst we've ever seen, but it's, you know, they're just saying like, hey, you know, if you live in these latitudes... Prepare for your comms not to work certain times yeah. a day. Yeah. Well, the next time we go through like a sunspot, like a period of sunspot, like higher activity, like a maximum period uh, in the next, either the next time or the second time, it could be really bad because we are also decreasing the geomagnetic, like actual field strength. And if those coincide at the same time and you get a direct hit from an X class or something, it's, it's bad news bears. Oh, well, I mean, you got the Carrington event, you know, in the late 1800s that mm -hmm. erased the entire telegraph system of the whole country. They lit on fire. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that, was that is a problem. Like, and, and, you know, hey, word up to Biden's climate core. Uh, that glowing ball of fire in the sky does more for the climate than the soccer mom driving a Tahoe. <laughs> I, I just, Newsflash. I think they know actually, and that they're it's we have the red herring thing of the climate change is being put on like carbon and other things. Oh, hundred percent. You don't get to the positions of power that they're in by being a moron. You know, like everybody called Donald Trump a moron for you know everybody on the left called Donald Trump a moron forever, and he got to yeah. It's because he's not a freaking moron, and like no, they're as much as yeah. as stupid as Biden looks and is as senile as he's becoming, he was, he's not completely stupid. And like, they know all these things. They just know everybody fights for what they want. And, and he's just personal gain. He's just a puppet figurehead, the same as almost every other modern president. Anyway, it doesn't. Matter. Well, if, if you adhere to the most Royal bloodline theory, right. Uh, Donald Trump is the only one that's not descended from King George. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What does that prove? And and his I, son was sent here from the future to save us as well. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we'll take this a minute. Elizabeth will be listening on Rumble from now on. Hope to see y'all over there. Yeah, y'all. Rumble is where far more people view this podcast. Um, for some reason, 
Let's just go crazy and do a 9-11 episode and just have a big hoorah goodbye on YouTube, you know? Yeah, I think uh, YouTube might end up being the place where we put clips and not the full episodes. Because I think that's probably a good way to go, yeah. I mean, look at the number of views. Look at how many people are watching right now on YouTube. There's, I can't there's, see. There's four. Okay, there's oh, okay. four people watching on YouTube. Generally, when I head on over to... Hi, Mom. No, I'm kidding. She's to, not watching. <laughs> when I head on over to Ro Rumble, depending on the episode, depending on what we're going to be talking about, it's anywhere you know, from 20 to 100 watching. Um, oh, okay. That's so cool. like, the fact that there, there's just something going on with the algorithm. I mean, we've been oh, dinged, no. we've been dinged so many times. This much they yeah. stunt you that you you can watch your your growth and it's like oh it's gradually organically climb oh plateau and you're like that's ridiculous. There's no way. Yeah, they do it on purpose. Yeah. So I would heavily suggest anybody who's watching this on YouTube to open up a Rumble account. Go follow us on there. Um, we're putting this. Uh, free Georgia podcast. I put out my other stuff on, on Rumble now. Like, it's a much better platform for the stuff that we want and need to talk about. Steven, were you saying that Rumble was like the only platform that didn't take down Russell Brand's? Ah, we'll get to this. We'll get to no, that. Oh, sorry. We'll yeah. Teaser. Yeah. 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 Teaser. yeah. yeah. Um, so, hey, I, I, what about you guys? Uh, what do you think? Would you take the chip? Hell no. No. Uh, you, you'd have to pay me an enormous amount of money after having broken both my arms and my legs and ripped them off my body entirely. Like, <laughs> so yeah, you, we I'm need to break ready. you and then rebuild you. Like so what I'm hearing is there's a chance. There, there, there's technically so a chance. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nick? What's up? Nick, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm not taking the chip. Nope. <laughs> No, if I'm not Why, doing is it a moral thing or just a, you want to maintain bodily aut autonomy? Yeah, it's the autonomy thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily trust Elon Musk. I'm glad when he's on my side, but um, he's not always on our side. Is the issue? But he's not always on our side. Yeah, there we I'm go. not going to treat him like he's always on our side. I don't want him on my inside. That's the thing. <laughs> even if so, even if it was some like I think the only person that I would allow to control a chip in my brain or implant a chip in my brain would be my wife. Like other than that, like I, Steven, we agree on so many things. Alden, we, we, you, you and I get along like crazy. Nick, us too. Like I wouldn't trust y'all for a second to put a but chip in my brain. I oh, you know, you know what I, I would that. do all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> my point. I wouldn't want that power. I'd be like, oh, maybe he wants to put his backup QB in this week. Like, <laughs> Use it for fantasy. It's too much dominance. responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? Secretly, I don't, I don't need to do that for football dominance. No, you're you're, you're sabotaging yourself quite nicely this year already. Like. I didn't sabotage myself. The world <laughs> sabotaged my team. It, a likely story. Look, uh, I'm not going to talk about fantasy football again. No, no, we should. It's, it's too painful. Well, um, hey, my team time to call a break, and by break I mean Nick Chubb. Oh, so. God. oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, oh. I was like, I finally got a great team. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. No, you don't. Kneecap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the way it goes in the NFL. Yeah. All right, Zach. What do we got next, dude? All right, come in. All right, we're going back to Fulton County with this one, y'all. Yet again, how many times are we going to have to talk about the jails and build Fulton bigger County? jails? That's the answer. So I think we're the number one Fulton County jail uh, tracking po tracking podcast right now. We have to be. I mean, we. We might be one of one. 
You know, there might not be very many. <laughs> Let's see. Fulton County leaders met Wednesday to try and address the crisis at the county's jail. Um, attorneys with the Fulton County Public Defender's Office urged commissioners not to approve funding for the transfer of hundreds of inmates out of state. Um, Marilyn Primovich, Primovich joined others with the Atlanta Judicial Circuit Public Defender Council. Couldn't. Lord, imagine having them on a retractable name badge, like you feel so special, wouldn't you? Okay, I've got a yeah, go ahead. All right, so the idea is we take all the county commissioners and the sheriff and we put them in the jail for I don't know a month or two so they can figure out how it works. Hmm. How many people would be left if you legalized drugs? Amen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Amen. that's a that's yeah. a very interesting question. I wonder. Well, there's, how there's first order thing. and second order effects to that, right? There's the first order of who's in there on just simple possessions, right? And and nonviolent stuff, and then there's, uh, you know, what's the reduction in crime whenever you don't right. have to have street here forward. Well, let's start with right. just the people who are there on possession, because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, they want to relocate. 800 to 1,000 inmates. How many freaking inmates does this, does this thing hold? Like, how uh, many people are in almost there? Almost 4,000, I believe. Let's wow. See. Oh, no, it's, uh, it opened in 1989, held more than 3,200 people earlier this year, well above its capacity of 2,700. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But they, they're also currently leasing four to 500 beds from City of Atlanta. What? Yeah. What is up with the crime in Fulton? Is is that where the bed bugs came from? Uh, the bed bugs came from uh, the Rice Street facility, which I believe is Fulton County. Yeah, that's Fulton the one County. they wanted to put Donald Trump in. Right, right. What do you yeah, think would happen to Donald is, Trump? Is City of Atlanta open again? They, the they city, city of, the City of Atlanta uh, facility. Oh, I just oh. thought you meant the city. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the city closed. I was like, I didn't know it had closed. <laughs> they, they closed the Atlanta one, and they Did were they get half trying to turn that into again. a community center or something, and then they said gotcha. they were going to reopen it. And huh. I don't know whatever happened to that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that either. Um, but, man, why are there so many people in jail in Fulton County? Why can they not let people back onto the into their lives? Like... It's crazy. Do you think it's, I mean, how, yeah, are how, way much, too long. how much of it is a crime problem versus a uh, law problem? A law problem. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How many people are in there for nonviolent offenses? How many people are in there because they didn't report for jury duty, for God's sakes? Because I think that was one of the guys that died a couple of months ago. Really? Good yes. Lord. It was oh a God. misdemeanor bench warrant, which could include not reporting for jury duty. But That's to be fair, if you die because of bed bugs, um, Survival of the fittest, you were meant to die, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Tongue in cheek for anyone that doesn't. This understand. year alone, 10 inmates have died at the jail. Yeah. 10. In a five-week span, there have been reported six deaths, the last being a 24-year-old inmate who was found unresponsive in his cell on August 31st. Dude. That's crazy. That's more than a death a week. And, and more than half of the deaths were in there on misdemeanor charges. These are not like... Mm violent felons these are people that like how is just, there how is this not like a national like it it, it it so intrigues me on what stories get national attention and massive outrage 
And like a bunch of people dying in a jail cell when they're not supposed to be dying in a freak, they're supposed to be like a protected class, basically. This is in jail. Yeah. Like, how is this and, happening? And yet, if you read the national headlines, you know, you're, you're led to believe that the most dangerous thing facing us today is the plastic wrapper on American cheese slices. I think uh, it's a cultural issue of cheese. like. Yeah, the cheese is more plastic than the wrapper. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then they, uh, th like, this wasn't on our topics, but like the those two idiot kids who ran over the the cop on his bicycle and killed him this past week. Just that see that? messed up. Yeah, that was messed up, dude. Like, wait, where's, what? where's the outrage for this? They're just driving down the street. They see a guy and they purposefully hit him with their car. And they kill cops him. hit no no kids, no no no, no. Kids These... driving in a car hit a cop a police chief bicycle well he was I think he was just riding I don't know if he was a bike cop but he was the chief of no police no yeah he he wasn't he wasn't he was just riding a bike and they just take they had a stolen car I think and they just saw him and they just ran him over mm. wow what is up with our internet and, and they recorded it like the video was going around. Yeah, they reported the whole thing. Yeah, he wasn't on duty. He was in civilian clothes. Um, and it's, you can watch it. It was the, one of the most horrifying things. I've See, ever these seen. are the people that jail is for. Yes. Right. That's, yeah. yep. those are I'm, violent felons. I'm pretty uh, soft on like punishment and things like that. Like, I think our sentences are way too long. It's ridiculous. And I, I miss like the concept of like, the communal sort of, you know, reconciliation where you bring both parties together, you have a mediator and you go like, Hey, like you did this to them. How does that make you, you know, feel, what can we do? Oh, they're going to, okay. Pay it back by painting your house, whatever done. Let's go home. Like I'm, I'm more down with like weird solutions like that, that would happen in a tribe of 30 people, like yeah. at scale. Right. So, except for the people that are murdering. If you, are a violent felon, if you do your time, you don't get to vote again ever. That's crazy. You, you don't yeah. own a firearm ever. That's yeah. crazy. really, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Grumpy Gnome over on Rumble says Chatham County Jail just had a second death in a week. So it's happening in multiple jails in Georgia. Right. Wow. Well, and, and I've said this before, too. This is the difference. And I know a lot of people like to curl up their lip to the concept of a privately owned prison. But if given a choice of a government prison and a privately owned prison, you better pray to God you get in the private one. <laughs> I would say I don't know. Because they have a financial this. incentive to keep you healthy mm. the government does not yeah yep yep very true uh sorry y'all i got to there we go all right um yeah do we have anything else to say about uh i'm just, just gonna say uh, so you know they, they just can't wrap their minds around you know what do we do about this overcrowding problem and we kind of hinted at this too right just, throw, throw more money you, at you it trying right? to assess why most of these people are in there are those laws really necessary? Are they effective? Can we do away with them? Is there any other way to handle violating this law if the law is necessary? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna because obviously at this level, what you're doing does not work. Yeah. Right. What would be the first like what would be the first step from a libertarian perspective to like go that direction like like from like is it, it's got to be through policy it's not going to be so, so with that without a, a detractor holding office you know without someone to be a stalwart to, to stand there against the current and say no i'm not doing this without legislation we're talking jury nullification 
Um, we're talking, it's up to the attorneys. I, I hate to say that, but it's, you know, it's really, up to, you know, jury notification, you got the attorneys and then, you know, then you need a sheriff to say, I'm not freaking doing this. You know, what if then, we just looked at it like supply and demand? I mean, if you're going to get it down into like libertarian terms, like supply of inmates, demand for cells. Like if you reduce the supply of inmates and then truly don't have like a subsidized bullshit kind of a thing where we have a huge problem in this country where it's like, well, we're used to getting a certain number of whatever. And it's like, well, let's artificially zombie prop up this industry to keep, and we can't, we're doing it with humans. We're doing it with inmates. We're doing it with people's lives. It's not just like manufacturing cheese and then like storing it in a cave because we made too much cheese, but dairy farmers are like, I don't know. We're used to making this much cheese. That's a real thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. And the no. government will, yeah. The, the government's like, well, we'll buy your extra milk and cheese and then we'll store it in a cave and then we it sell it to Domino's or whatever. There's, there's someone's job. They make $300,000 a year and they, they go auction off cheese, like whatever. But like... Anyway, that is, and it artificially props up instead of like letting, again, with like free markets and things like that. But this is something that's like, I'm, we're talking free market stuff and, and supply and demand with humans. How screwed up is that? But I'm saying that if yeah. you let it go naturally, then it would be like, oh, we don't need the space for, you know, 5,000 people because there's only 400 now in jail, in the same jail, you know, because we got rid of you know, a lot of bullshit laws and we went, you know, stripped everything down to like bare levels and like actually gave back a lot of freedoms to people or something. And then like, oh, all of a sudden you don't need to imprison 5,000 people in a county. Anyway, mm. that's my rant on that. Well, yeah. And, and, and really what's the purpose of holding them there in solitude for days and weeks, months? You know, what, what's the end goal there? Because all you've yeah, done... you're supposed to help people by scarring yeah. them for life. That's all right. you've done is hamstring their ability to do for themselves. Yeah, they haven't actually paid the price to society. They haven't done any of that. No, like that, we have a not, weird. That's not restorative in any sense of the word. No, you know, it's so it's it, it, town it square. So you know, first and foremost, we need a loser pays legal system, which that'll fix a lot of the stuff too. That's interesting too, as a libertarian concept, actually. Like, yeah. And, and then, you know, once you start getting into legislation, obviously we're talking about, you know, if there's no harm, you know, if, if it's just you caught someone selling drugs and you got, you know, two consenting adults doing a business transaction, right. there's no crime. There's no victim. Right. They are both willingly entering that contract. That's not the government's place to sequester them for months at a time and then suppress their voting rights. I mean, that's the real voter suppression. We're Stacey Abrams on this. Mm. Hey, Stacey, if you Abrams, take you away, got, you got four thousand voters that are uh, half of them about to be sent to Mississippi. Oh, she's not. She's not in Georgia anymore. She's <laughs> that, yeah. She's commanding the Starfleet. I forgot. Yeah, she's in uh, outer space. Or she should be. <laughs> let's send. Let's send her there. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of her being in, in outer space. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you, you know, take away civil, civil rights activists, you know, so-called, you know, let's let's talk about the working man. Hey, we got four thousand people. And I'm sure at least half of them uh, don't need to be there anymore. And now Sheriff Labatt's big solution is let's send them to South Georgia or freaking Mississippi. <laughs> you know, and now uh, that's what the attorneys are saying too. Like, how are we supposed to represent our clients when we can't have a face-to-face -face conversation? Right. You know, like that the whole attorney-client privilege thing. Because bet your ass that Zoom call is going to be government monitored. Yeah. So yeah. no rights now. For a misdemeanor, 
Really? That's just crazy. You know, you failed a drug test on probation, so now you're shipped to Mississippi and you can't even talk to your attorney? Yeah. Yep. All right. Zach, let's watch this hilarious video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I had a chance to talk to a man who lives out here. He told me he actually heard the plane as it was flying past his house and crashing nearby, but he didn't know what it was. I'm almost October 6th. I'll, I'll be 72 years old. Randolph White retired from his job at Paper Mill guy. in Georgetown yeah, 10 years amazing. ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful. And I don't, I don't have to worry about people that, you know, close up tight. You know, I like speed. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet. But on Sunday afternoon... I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. And I heard a, a screeching... Between a screech and a whistle. Dude, I love this dude. Oh, this is amazing. He didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. It's not a bad <laughs> guess. I mean, The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive <clears throat> debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read, no trespassing. This area has been designated a national defense area. That's what the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. There's a church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of Old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Anything man made can malfunction. You know, so you try to give him the benefit of the doubt. The frick was on that guy's face. But it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what really happened. <laughs> you know, it, it, it shouldn't be kept a secret what happened. He's, because, he's you know, crushing it. It could have been a yeah. And we have all of the information that we have been able to gather about this crash at our website. Just log on to countonto.com. I like that. In Williamsburg County. I'm... I like that the military this is, this is... can just lose a plane and, and just be like, oh, this area is ours now. Like, we're looking for it or whatever. Yeah. Like, yep. It's convenient. So there's some, there's some fun parts to talk about here. The first part is... So that pilot just ejected from the plane and there's not like anything that puts the plane down like on that. You just eject and where the plane goes, it goes. Like I'm so like I was waiting when they're like, Yeah, we lost the plane. I'm like, I don't know, dude, crash into someone's house. Like I, I would have expected this too. Um yeah. God, I love it. I love these news videos of like you know, of these of these black guys in the south sometimes. You just find the funniest ones like you remember that leprechaun one from like years ago leprechaun is a classic <laughs> yeah. <The> lepre yeah. <laughs> one of the best videos the, ever put online the official police sketch <laughs> the official police sketch <laughs> <laughs> right that's just i mean oh this... man but, but these these low country folks are a, a different breed entirely and yeah. um I mean, this is a guy that worked his whole life at the paper mill. He lives two miles from where he grew up. 
and he's retired and you hear that and I, and I love the part too where he said he's in he's in the house taking a taking shave. A yeah, I've never heard that term. <laughs> I've before. never heard that term in my life. And did he censor himself? You know, like is he shaving or is that for taking a not shave you know? after yeah. watching see i thought he might have been censoring himself until i watched the rest of the video and i was like no he doesn't have a sensor <laughs> right <laughs> he's just him talking he doesn't filter that's how he says he's shaved like yeah. that's funny i, I loved it. it he was so fur like he was just like this is what happened he was describing it to the best of his ability he gave down to effects. the it was on amount of pierre like yeah <laughs> i thought that was Utterly fantastic. Um, without even touching scream. on, yeah, without even touching on the fact that the United States military lost a multi-million dollar. I think it's a hundred million, isn't it? The somewhere around there, the thirty-five, hundred million. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a. And they had no way to find it. Coins on the couch, man. That's... How would you not know where to find it? He wasn't flying alone, correct? There it's were other stealth... planes flying with him. It's a stealth airplane. Like no, they can't see it. It's, it, it can't oh. be stealth. You you heard it go. Wee! <laughs> right, you can hear them. But my understanding is, and this is what I was reading, is there's a switch you flip that turns off the electronics or turns on the electronics that would allow it to be seen by radar. And apparently, they're flying these over the over the U.S. with the uh, with their identifiers turned off, so they can't be tracked by. Well, no wonder radar. it crashed. If you turn the electronics off on something that's flying, you're probably well, going to crash. Well, it depends. There you go. I mean, like most most planes, you'd be able to probably glide it down to the ground. Helicopters. Um, you can Solar Storm got the best of him. Wasn't this whole thing considered like the whole? It's F thirty five, right? That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. This thing yeah, considered like a massive flop of a project. Yes. Yes, it was. This is the turkey. It doesn't fly. <laughs> this is the thing that who was it that was doing they the, crash the weird constantly. Jeopardy? Thing especially for the F-35 project. Jeopardy? Especially the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that? that uh, the the DO, Jeopardy DOD. DOD yes. Jeopardy, yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Especially, was... uh, it seems like the, this F-35B, which is the short takeoff and landing version. Yeah. Flown by the Marines. That that one uh, seems to Pretty be... much everything they've come up with to, to do that never works. Like, well, it's right, flown by yeah. the Marines. Now the other branches are going, oh, well, the pilot was just eating crayons. That's why you couldn't operate the machine. You know, it's probably true though. But like, <laughs> I still don't. Uh, I still don't quite remember the whole uh, reason. I don't understand the whole reason why they need their own planes and the Marines there. Like, you got the Navy planes, you got the Air Force planes. Marines don't need their own they planes. Just, you have I mean, the UFOs at your disposal. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like the Air Force is just like it's just all these other military organizations treading on the air force and the air force is just now the joke of the entire. Well, the Marines were first. Isn't air force part of that's why that's why they're called part of the army. army. Is it? Okay. Broke off from the army. Yeah. And the Marines were first because that's why, that's why they were called leathernecks because they used to wear this leather protective covering when they were fighting off the Barbary pirates. Which, if you know your uh, if you know your geography, Barbary is not anywhere near America. So we it's just a history of uh. They were on our coast, impressing our young adults. Interesting. Yeah, they were trying to take our jobs. That's that's right. They took our jabs. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out. I got to go do nerd meeting. Have yeah, fun at nerd meeting, nerd. All right. You know, and much like Biden's doing currently, they're actually trying to create American jobs, I would say. you know, The pirates. 
<laughs> yeah, Could the be. black market. Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's see. All right, let's go on. We're going to talk about immigration. Here we go. It's total free-for-all in Eagle Pass right now. Mass illegal crossing taking place for over an hour and a half. Almost two years to the day, we saw 15,000-plus Haitians under the bridge in Del Rio. We now have thousands of predominantly Venezuelans gathering under Eagle Pass Bridge. Look at these videos. I mean, look Where's Eagle at Pass? Uh, I want to say Arizona. Let me make okay. Sure, make sure that's correct. Okay, because because there's other outlets right now playing oh, no, footage. Texas, from, Texas. Okay, there, there's other areas right now playing footage from the Darien Gap, okay. uh, which is that's the the land area that merges Central and South America, and they're saying there's some there's upwards of like ten thousand people a day. I yeah. think or uh, no, well, hundred thousand. The Darien Gap is like one of the most treacherous places in the world to cross. Right, and they're getting a hundred thousand people a day crossing it on foot right now. How is that possible? And up to half of them are Chinese people. Is what they're saying. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Look, if if there are that many people traipsing through the forest across the Darien <laughs> Gap, you'd be able to see that about a people from space. Like I yeah. feel like there'd be no trees left. <clears throat> they're just destroying everything. Yes. How? 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 Uh, it's it uh, that's that's what at least that's that's the the image that's being painted currently is that we are being in we I, have been invaded we are being invaded and and the big the big wave is coming. Am I missing something? Why you said connecting the Americas and Chinese people? Chinese people are over there. Huh? It's like a, there's a significant portion of the people crossing the Darien Gap on foot are Chinese, hmm. or at least they you know. From drone footage, they they appear to be some kind of Oriental. I know I'm going to use an outdated political term here, but you know some kind of Oriental. Hmm. Look, um, I I had a Chinese lady stay at our house the other night, and she referred to them as Orientals. So like, I really <laughs> don't see how that's an insult. <laughs> like, there we go. I like just had somebody work a few years ago like China. you can't say that. Yeah, I can't say Oriental. People say that all the time. Like, like you well, can't say that. And then what she kind of rug said, is in my living room? Then I, she had a thick Chinese accent, and she said Oriental, and I was like, "What did I just hear?" <laughs> 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 Maybe it's like the N word for them. You know, they can say it. You know, but we can't. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it is. I don't know. I, just... I, I as soon as she said <laughs> it, I started saying it. So she didn't get offended. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yeah, some go. people are just chill and some people aren't, you know, well, you know well, tell you, me, tell me how that circles a few times, she'll get disoriented. That's for sure. No one's ever been able to, <laughs> no. I need another beer. Hold on. <laughs> no one has ever been able to ex like successfully explain to me why the term Oriental is offensive. Right. Like I, I, I understand why the N word would be offensive like that. Sure. It's been explained to me repeatedly over but and over. But if Oriental's offensive, why is Asian not offensive? Yeah, because Oriental just re Orient refers to a specific area of Asia. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's like an outdated dynasty. So I like I can get that that it's like oh well, it's not that anymore. But how is that offensive? I, I, I'm I'm not tracking that one. Yeah, I mean, even even Native Americans have no 
issue calling themselves and each other Indians. I mean, some of them will get offended, but like I have been in the presence of plenty of Native Americans who use the term Indian. Yeah. Never use the term Native American. Right. Well, hey, I'm a Native American. My family's lived here four generations. At least. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Maybe we, maybe we should have gone the uh, the Canadian route and called called them Indigenous peoples, <laughs> right? Well, again, or uh, you know, First Nation, my family's or... been here for at least four generations. Uh, I'm Indigenous at this point. Like, yeah, First First Nations sounds like a cult. Like <laughs> referring to some <laughs> people as First Nations sounds really weird. First Nations, Fifth Thirds Bank, too many numbers. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's but, the three fifths bank? That's what I want. You know what? Second beer. That's the number I want to hear. It. <laughs> three three fifths bank, and you open in only urban areas, and just see what happens. All right, let's talk. <laughs> let's, let's let's actually talk about immigration for a minute, because I was having yeah. very long conversation last <clears throat> night with uh, one of our friends about just a whole slew of topics. I've been trying to trying to get him on sneak in libertarian idea not sneak in just pelt her with libertarian ideas for like sneak. <laughs> yeah five, that's a, five years um yeah. that's a frontline assault yeah <laughs> and like she she has one, one of her biggest concerns is immigration right. and i know that within the libertarian party it is definitely not a unanimous thing it is Aside from abortion, it might be the thing that splits us the most as far as yes. major issues. I yes. actually find that interesting, and I, because I myself actually am in kind of like a less opinionated kind of gray space about it because it's a very complicated issue. I actually think it's funny that and telling that more the liberal and conservative groups in this country are so opaquely one sided on it. Mm. I I think that there yeah, there is a lot of room for discourse on it. There there is a lot of gray area, and I think that the libertarian people party, you know, individuals that you know, that kind of subscribe to the libertarianism, um, being kind of all over the place, shows that it is complicated and messy, and that there it is harder to just like fix with like a free market solution or some other kind of thing, you know, because it's not easy, and so it's it's. It's one of the things that when we talk about it, I kind of like hang back and listen to you guys more just because I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot to say on it in a very like, this is, I've thought about this for 20 years and this is what I think. Like 9-11, I got thoughts. You know what I mean? Like prisoners, like overflowing jails, I got thoughts. You know what I mean? And then this one, I'm like, I don't know. It's it's hard. So I yeah, think it's I, interesting. I and I said this a few weeks ago when we when we hit on this previously was um, you know so so the you know the libertarian ideal um, you know in a perfect you know let's say utopian libertarian society this is a non-issue because mm. what makes your citizenship special you know what elevates your citizenship above someone who just got off the boat or just swam swam across the river right so the only thing is compulsory income taxes right so you, you know if you, if you totally gut that and now all of a sudden you know you're not a citizen solely because a portion of your paycheck is confiscated before you receive it you know if you if you do away with that because then at, at that you're also gutting this whole total social safety net that we have and then that puts whatever social safety net that's in place that would replace it 
restore it to, I won't say replace it, it would restore it to the way it was back in the 50s, 60s, and, and you know, most of the 70s, was you have you know local organizations, neighborhoods, churches, or just you know actual philanthropists taking care of folks. You know, not because the government mandated this, mm-hmm. just because it's it's why we're on this planet is to take care of each other and welcome each other. Uh, so you know, the concept of being illegal just because you exist is freaking stupid. Okay, and that's that's the whole linchpin of Obamacare, by the way. You know, simply because you draw breath within this country and you were born here, you're illegal now until you purchase a privately produced product right. that requires the labor of another citizen, and we call that slavery. So, you know, if you if you if you can just take a step back, and a lot of people don't have this ability these days, and that's the problem we're up against. Is you have to be able to take a step back from this and just look at things objectively and assess, okay, what makes this an issue. Okay, because a lot of these folks, they are coming here to work. Uh, now, the ones that are not coming here to work and or assimilate, um, you know, those are problems. Canada went through this in the 80s, specifically with the Chinese immigrants, and they put in strict immigration laws. But the whole, the whole reason you have a border is because there's something special about this exclusive membership that you have, you know, for being a country. Uh, and and you know, closing off the border is done because you're trying to protect your members because your members have a vested interest in maintaining the exclusivity of their membership. I mean, let's think about it like let's go with the golf club. You know, let's do it. Let's do a microcosm here. Think about your local golf course. You know, why can't just anybody walk up and play golf at the local golf course? Always oh, members only. Okay, well, you know, what makes me a member? Oh, well, you pay these dues. Well, what do I get for my membership? Well, this, this, and this. And that's why not just anybody can come in and take this stuff, because then it's not so special for the members that pay their dues. So if we also don't have devaluing this, their money, it's, it's basically them subsidizing other people. Yeah, yeah. So it, as long as we have this whole social safety net in place, you have to have borders. There has to be some kind of prejudice to allow people in. It can't be just anybody. You know, you can't just come willy nilly. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to knock on the door and you have to ask, Oh, Hey, we'll have, we're having dinner right now. There's not enough seats at the table. There's not enough food to feed everybody else. Come back next week, come back next month. And Hey, how about you send a letter first so we can get a seat ready for you? You know, something like that. It, it's just, you know, taking neighbor common neighborhood courtesy uh, to a macro level here. And it's just that's kind of how that works. That's why, you know, this system makes sense. That's why the border has to be defended, because as long as we have this stuff in place, you know, all these social safety nets and these bailouts, and these handouts, and these food stamps and Medicare, Medicaid, all that kind of stuff. I was going to say good night, Grumpy. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Uh, as, As long as all that's in place, it has to be protected and defended and and. Uh, you know, uh, monitored with prejudice. Uh, but if all that stuff didn't exist, well, hey, if you're coming here to work and learn and be better, welcome home, brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What we, we were talking about, I mean, we hit on so many topics, but like the, the primary one is as long as m- taxes are being forcefully taken from me to go to social programs, then 
there, we should <clears throat> absolutely not have open borders because I do not subsidize a whole bunch of people coming over, diluting the workforce and lowering wages. What if we applied here. the concept and this is real time. Maybe this is like some real stupid idea. Okay. This is like just going on in here. Let's Perfect. What if we applied a similar kind of fluctuating rate kind of thing to immigration where if you're a citizen already, you're grandfathered in, you have a certain sort of like tax level. I would like to see that go down considerably, but we'll just call it X right now. Okay. If you want to come into the country from anywhere, whatever, I don't care for whatever reason, then there's think of it like a, like a, uh, financing like mortgage rate kind of a thing like that can you know like go up and down and as more people want to come into the country the rate goes up so like it's like okay you can come in but your tax now is higher then it settles down for a while because less people are enticed to come in because it's more expensive and then more people come in you see what i'm saying like mm -hmm. free market type of application to a fee for being a citizen type of a thing. I don't know if this is like, maybe this is the worst idea I've ever said. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one for a little while. Yeah, but truly. It's weird, but over on uh, rumble kosher one says no open borders, no taxing me to fund those that ignore our laws. Well, there and then go. this would be taxing the people that come in higher than the people that are already here. Right. right. In, so, in so, this weird um, theory, like, Again, I mean, and that's that's one of the things Ron Paul's talked about. I mean, that's that's one of those things. Like, as long as we have this system in place, as long as this government structure that we have is in place, yes, there has to be prejudice at the door. Yeah, I um, think I think I have a solution. Okay, I I think for you have you you sponsor an immigrant coming in, and as soon as they start working, <laughs> like the AA, like no, no, hang on, hang on. As soon as they start working. <laughs> Your taxes completely go away, and now they're paying your portion of taxes. So you just you you no longer have to pay taxes. It's all on the immigrants. We just all only the immigrants pay taxes. And how fast would people change their tune? <laughs> they would be looking for adopting an immigrant, like yes, immediately. We would be the same the people most that have pitchforks. We'd have the most populated country in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. In three or, years, or yeah. you, you pay fifteen percent higher taxes, and then your next generation pays ten percent higher taxes, right. and, then that, and then five, and then like four generations deep, you're on par with us now. It's That's just, interesting. I didn't think about that. pyramid scheme. It's great. Right. And we can just offload our debt onto your kids' kids <laughs> as you come in. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, Chris says he might not be making it tonight. Bedtime with his daughter is not going well. So uh, we're going to go, unless Zach wants to join in. Too many trivia. cookies. Zach, do you have any interest in joining for trivia? Sure. Let Yay! Freaking <laughs> go! I love go. the enthusiasm Zach yes. has brought to the podcast. The stoic acquiescence. <laughs> yes. <of> Zach. <laughs> stoic <laughs> acquiescence. Band name, I call it. <laughs> oh, let's see. It is. All right. I looked up at the left expecting to see Jake and I was like, what? Like, uh, yeah. that? Was that Francis from Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> Let's he stole see. his bike. How do I do? 
I'd like to do, yeah, share screen. Here we go. Um, so I think I can do, where's my other, no. Oh, I can't do two at one time. That sucks. Two what? <laughs> People, no. Uh, <laughs> can't share two screens at one time. That's unfortunate because I have a scoreboard. Yeah, I'll, I'll cue you got to move to Utah, man. Two wives. <laughs> yeah, Nikki's not up for that. Don't tell Nikki I said that yet. All right. Yeah. So I did what you said, Alden. Um, this week. All right. So topics this week. This day in history. AI in film and just plane crashes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. You all know the rules. Reach for that. <clears throat> reach for that camera, y'all. Reach for it. Let's see. There we go. Alden, you're so bad at it. It's I really am. It is so, so painful. It's like you know what? You don't like the opposite motion. You can't yes, figure out what yes. <laughs> I so I cut my own hair sometimes and in the mirror I go to and I'm like, ah like it's so hard. I go to go for the wrong side. Mirrors and screens that flip are my nemesis. <laughs> that's so, that's so good. All right. That's great. All right. We don't need to look at the scoreboard. No one cares. We know, yeah, we know. <laughs> Who's winning? All right. Question one. On this day in 1780, which infamous person committed treason? Zach. Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold. Uh, I should have. That's just like I should have known. <laughs> it's literally it's the most obvious one. A saying. Okay. Coming out with a fire. Damn. I couldn't name a second person, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me neither. I was going to say John Damn. Brown, but yeah. Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Question two. On this day in 2008, the last baseball game was played in what team's historic stadium? Zach. The Yankees. You got it. Wow. New York Yankees played their last game Dang it. in Yankees Stadium. It was unbranded. Um, I don't know much about baseball, but I feel like if I was just going to pull a team name out of my ass, it would have been that one too. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> Damn it. Question number three. On this day in 1792, what form of government was abolished in France? Steven. Monarchy. Steven coming in. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next question. On this day in 1942, what was the name of the bomber that took its inaugural flight? Steven. Enola Gay? No. Alden. B-52. No. <laughs> no? Oh. Zach? Zach? I you got Obtuse Goose. No, sadly, it's not the obtuse goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got 10 seconds. Partial credit if I name the pilot? Um, no. Ah. Can you say it one more time? Um, on this day in 1942, what was the name of the bomber that took its inaugural flight? Alden. The stealth bomber. No. In 1942. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the F-35. Maybe. Not the stealth <laughs> bomber. Sorry. Steven? Bomby McBombface. Bomby McBombface would be the correct answer if I had named it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The correct answer is Super Fortress. Oh, wow. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's a crazy one. The um, other ones I was mad that I didn't say, that one I never would have guessed. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool name, these are, though. 
Some of these aren't easy. On this day in 2004, what band released its iconic album, American Idiot? Alden. Green Day. Green Day is correct. Yeah. Dookie was way better. What's that? Falling off. Oh, Dookie? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Dookie was the best. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that dude sucks now. Like what happened? What happened to Green Day? Like that Billy Joe or whatever. Oh my gosh, yeah. he's the worst. <laughs> On this day in 1981, what Central American country gained its independence from the United Kingdom? Alden. Belize. <laughs> Good job. Oh, Belize that. Belize is correct. <laughs> Belize you me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question number seven. On this day in 1950, which iconic American actor and comedian, including starring on Saturday Night Live, was born? Alden. Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray is correct. Bravo. Next question. On this day in 1937, which legendary coming-of-age fantasy novel was released? Ooh. Alden. The Hobbit. The yes. Hobbit. Wow. I think it was in the 30s. Right? Yeah, it's it's old. On this day in 1931, the Bank of England removed what policy from its basic operation? Alden. The gold standard. The gold standard is correct. Alden's crushing it. I know. I mean, wow. I love Tolkien... And yeah. the gold standard was a good, I mean, it's a great guess, you know, even if you didn't know it, that'd be a good one to go to. Yeah. Final question. Round one on this day in 19 BC, which Roman poet known for the Aeneid died? Mm. Steven Virgil. Oh Virgil my God. It totally is. is. That is exactly is right. Yep. All right. At the end of round one, Alden has five. Good job, Steven. Steven has two. Zach has two. And the audience has a big fat goose egg. Y'all need to step it up, audience. You're failing miserably. I know y'all are way behind, especially those on Rumble. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if we it's what it is the the lag of it, yeah, yeah. If we move to Rumble only, will that negate the lag? Uh, at some point, I'm going to go to OBS, um, and that will negate. That will put everybody on the same level. I mean, I would like to do just Rumble, but we have we have viewers on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, okay, so, okay. And I don't want I don't want to count them out. So, yeah, it is what it is. Round 2 is not anything about Civil War. It's AI and film. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't remember this. Is it all about uh Captain America Civil War cuz that's film like uh, no, none of it. Is. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. There's no question about Captain America in here. Oh, okay, okay. Perfect. All right. This was uh, tailored towards the guest we were supposed to have tonight, so good luck. (laughs) Which movie starring Oscar Isaac and Alicia Vikander premiered in 2014, taking on the AI problem of the Turing test? Alden. Ex Machina. Ex Machina is... Wow! It's a good movie, actually. It's one of my favorites. It's super good. The music in it is phenomenal. Dude. Oscar Isaac is one of my favorite... He's like modern actors. Incredible. That yeah. guy is insane. Anyway, yeah, great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. It's super cool. For sure. 
Question number two, round two. What 2013 film depicted life as if Siri was a man's best friend? Alden. Her. Her is correct. Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. It was one of the creepiest and best movies of that year. And truest, weirdly, like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's definitely turning true, and it's yeah. depressing. All right. What 1982 film followed the struggles of Rick Deckard as he hunts down replicants? Steven. Blade ah, damn it! Blade Runner is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorites. I, too slow. Oh, yeah. Do I heard Deckard, and I was like, say replicant. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What 1983 film toyed with the notion of a young kid hacking into a military supercomputer near, nearly bringing about World War III? Alden. War Games. War Games is correct. <laughs> Great Which, movie. Apparently, it's War Games all one word and not spaced. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Oh, How I you said it with a space. So. Yeah. War Games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> War Games. <laughs> All right, final question of round two. Which 2015 movie featured a police robot who is reprogrammed with the ability to think and feel? Alden? Uh, I was going to say something else, but I think I'm going to change. Is it Chappie? Is that right? Yes, okay. No way. Wow. I was, was first That was, was the hardest. Say... I didn't think anybody was going to get that. Yeah. Because I don't see the whole sentence now. This is this is my own idea. And at first I was gonna say the remake of like Robocop, and then I'm like, no, 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 yeah. wait. Because it was it's the other way around for that one. Like Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Judge Dredd, but I think the remake was a little later than that. That's actually a pretty good movie. Like under the radar, honestly. That one, that pretty one was good. not the worst. Yeah, that one's not the worst for sure. Uh still one's still Judge Dredd to me. But I hear you though, yeah. Fair. All right, round three, three points each after the second round, Alden has 13. Steven has four. Zach is out of contention for first place with two. Um, <laughs> Steven, you can still tie Alden if you get all three answers. Okay. Um, here's a hint. You're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. All right. <laughs> Question number one. From Okay, so this is one with numbers. Okay, so you get one guess. So make it count. Mm. 150 from 2014 to 2020, 157 aircraft were destroyed in accidents, killing 198 people and costing the taxpayers how much money? Mind you, this is 157 military aircraft. Okay. Killing 198 people and costing the taxpayers how much money? Steven? $500 million. All right. Alden, Zach, y'all got guesses? I'm going to say... Four billion. Okay. Zach? I'm going to go big. Um, One billion. Alden gets it, but uh, none of y'all were close. It was... Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> 9.41 billion dollars i guessed it big all... and i was half or less <laughs> like that's crazy 
those numbers don't mean anything to me at that point. It's just like monopoly money. Right. So <laughs> I don't comprehend so, that. <laughs> I should take the trivia equivalent of a knee here, right? <laughs> just run out the clock, like. Or yeah, yeah. Just, just stall. Interrupt me a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Two hundred fifty-six military members died in a plane crash in nineteen eighty-five on their way from shoot. I forget where they were from, but they were going to where's Kentucky. shoot Kentucky from like the Middle East, Egypt. Mm. I think. Um, what was the name of the airline that was chartered? If they all died, I'm going to say spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Steven? Uh, if just half of them died, we'll say Lufthansa. <laughs> Come on, Lufthansa is great. Zach. <laughs> I was going to say KLM. Isn't that Lufthansa? KL no, uh, I just chose some random European airline. So it's it's no airline that I know of that exists today. Um, okay. you, you get 10 more seconds. They got right? some bad press. Like the Third 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 uh, round of it's questions hard. are going to be no. hard. That's, no. what I, the word that, Air. that's the word I was thinking. No, right? but that'd been a good, that's a good guess. Yeah. Egypt Air? Yeah. Alden, final I'm going to make up a name. Orion. <laughs> Just that's a, that's a trying one. a new it's one. A good guess. That's a good guess. The answer is Arrow Air. A horrible okay, name. Horrible yeah. name. You have to say it Sounds air like they do air conditioners. Arrow Air. Arrow Air. Arrow Air. That's why it didn't make it. Yeah. It's not arrow this. Air. It's not the accident. Because we want your mouth the... to do things. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hvac that guy who wants to be first in the phone book yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. triple a towing four yeah. a's in front of our company <laughs> all right round three question three final question of the whole game in a nato exercise in 2022 four u.s service members were killed when their plane went down in what country zach ukraine nope that was my first guess. That's funny. Even United States. No. <laughs> I don't think we do NATO exercises over here. You sure? I think they're all over overseas. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Just a guess. Alden? Iran? Wrong. I'll give y'all a hint. It's... Uh, Northern European. Zach. Romania? No. Steven. Greenland. No. Halton. <laughs> I was going to say Iceland because it's about as North and European as you can get, but that's probably too far north. Were you going to say it or are you saying? Oh, no, that's my guess. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Incorrect. I'll go for it. Dang it. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. Not quite that north. <laughs> All right, Alden. No one got a single question in round three, correct? It is 13 to four to two to zero. Thank you for not scoring a single point, audience. You failed miserably. I didn't get the the four billion thing. Didn't go to me. Huh? Or is that not in the last? Oh, yeah. No, I guess it was. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> you were so far off. It was hard to count that for you. Like, I was closer than everybody else. That's all we I were cared closer about. than everybody else. 16 yeah. to 4 to 2. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey. All right. Thank y'all for playing. Yeah. I, I like doing that just because I learned so much weird stuff. Doing I do yeah. too. And that's, when something's close to it weeks later, yeah. I remember it from previous weeks. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. It is very interesting. All right. What, what do we got next, Zach? Go back to being a producer. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Okay, All so the right. guy that stole Pee Wee's bicycle doesn't like Russell Brand? Uh, <laughs> is that what I'm understanding? Apparently okay. not. Here, Zach, I'll just go ahead and pull up. Uh, if, I'm assuming your video wouldn't play, so I'll just pull, up, pull it up on my end. Boom. Add to stage. Here we go. Let's do this. YouTube suspends Russell Brand's revenues from his channel. That's how it started. YouTube has suspended Russell Brand's ability to earn money on the platform after allegations of rape and sexual assault in a massive hit to his finances. The 48-year-old comedian and actor has been accused of rape, assault, and emotional abuse between 2006 and 2013, and he was at the height of his fame working for the BBC, Channel 4, and starring in Hollywood films. He denies the allegations, saying his relationships were all consensual. The Metropolitan Police on Monday, he had received an allegation of sexual assault in Soho, London, in 2003. The force added that as yet, no investigation has been launched. And I highlighted... All right. So that's the highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I mean, it's... It, it's what's been happening. Like it's what's been happening over the last five years. It's people getting completely destroyed online, taken down. Um, he was demonetized on YouTube all because of <laughs> accusations. Like yeah. there's, there's no proof. There's no nothing. There's not, e there, they say there's not even an investigation into it. And it's a shame so, for so, so many reasons. The, the, the only recent example of this that I would support would be like Chris D'Elia. Mm. Right. So like, you know, Chris D'Elia had the allegations. He had like, you know, four or five minors come forward and say something. And then you see his podcast co-hosts on multiple podcasts and friends, also other comedians, all of a sudden, like simultaneously go, I don't, uh, yeah, Chris D'Elia, get away from me. That's when it's like, okay, they called this man at mm -hmm. 10 o'clock on a Saturday night after five beers. And he was like, yeah, I did it but we're friends. Right. And they're like, no, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, when you, when you see, it's just, so with, with Chris D'Elia's situation, I, you know, I don't know the man, I don't know what he's going through, right. you know, but it's just weird because you see like all his producers drop him this, that, and the other. And then like all of his friends that are all, they had their independent things going on. All of his friends simultaneously were like, mm. you know, but like with Russell Brand, it's, it's a little different because we're talking about stuff 10 to 15 years ago, 20 in some cases. Almost. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, 2003 yeah. was one of them. Yeah, exactly. And he's been pretty, cause I mean, 2003, that's, I mean, we're talking about what forgetting Sarah Marshall those days, you know, and he's been pretty open about, you know, during those days he was, you know, he was, he, he was promiscuous. He was a fornicator. He was, he was this, he was that. 
you know, he was on this, he was on that, he was doing this, he was doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Rapey was never one of those things. You know, he was one of those guys like Donald Trump. Uh, they just kind of throw themselves at him. You know, he can grab them in the whatever and just keep moving on about his day. And it's still really consensual. Mm-hmm. But what you know, what, what's interesting here is that you have these allegations that are up to 20 years old that no investigation was launched. They were reported at the time. He admitted in public interviews. I mean, it's not hard to find this stuff in public interviews that he was he was not a good guy. Yeah. For several years. Yes. In this time frame, he got his life right. He cleaned up. He quit acting. Now he's just doing, you know, stand-up comedy, which is kind of like a JP Stewart kind of thing, where it's like half comedy, half motivational speaking. Yeah. And he's got his podcast. You know, he's doing that. He's kind of cleaned up his life. He's admitted to all this stuff. And so, like, this is not a revelation. None of this is new. All of this is publicly accessible, has been. None of the victims are clamoring for instant justice. I'm like, they, they, they've already said their piece and moved on. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people are saying it's because of his time on Bill Maher. It's because of what he was saying on Bill Maher, which was talking about, you know, pharmaceutical industry and like all that kind of stuff. But it seems a little, I don't know, that was that happened a long time ago. Like, yeah, when we're talking about it's not just Bill Maher, it's it's that he's been building a following. He has millions of people that listen to him now. And he's yeah, yeah, it's true. What's what's hilarious. Some real truth. What's hilarious with that is they're saying that he knew these allegations were going to come out. And so he spent the last 15 years building a fan base that would defend him when the time came. What? Ask Louis C.K. if that works. Okay. Yeah, fair. That's that's (laughs) what kind of wild logic is that? That's crazy. Literally, uh, I forget which person it was, but one of them said that it was absolutely crazy. Um, this, well, this was, this was super interesting though. Uh, that's assuming quite a lot that you'd even be able to do that. First of all, that's yeah. wild. I'm okay. Talking, Russell Brand was, he was, uh, like at Occupy Wall Street. He was like reporting there and like part of it. And like hmm. was, was on the side of Occupy Wall Street. Oh, this, so, like, this man's had a whole political evolution. Yes. Last five years in particular. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he, he has, what I'm saying is basically he's been involved in issues for a very long time. It's not, which is why he's been doing recently, <laughs> which is why he's so good at speaking to people without offending both sides. Cause he's like, wait, mm. hold on. I get it. I was in that side. That's why yeah. he's so good at speaking in general to people on a human level and not a side thing. He is really good. That bill. My rant was one of the best spoken things on TV of the last yeah. like, 10 years. Like it was, Dude, he, he rips into the corporatocracy and like the, you know, government corporate collusion type bullshit. And on, on a level that reminds me of like George Carlin a little bit, just not quite as funny, mm. you know, but like, but a similar truth. Yeah. Well, and, and he did it with such a, such a, uh, a progressive twinge to it that he was able to be move. popular while doing it. Yes. And he was able to move a significant portion of the population into certain thought patterns. Yes. That's ex- exactly. That's, that's why crime. he's quote dangerous or whatever. That's, that's the why crime. I think this is happening. You know, the, yeah. the man has broken shackles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's one of the more, most interesting things. So he got demonetized on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So Fast. Then Rumble put out this statement. 
They said, today we received an extremely disturbing letter from a committee chair in the UK Parliament. Um, while Rumble obviously deplores sexual assault, rape, and all, all serious crimes and believes that both alleged victims and the accused are entitled to a full and serious investigation, it is vital to Which know has not even been launched, apparently, right? in this case. It is vital to note that recent allegations against Russell Brand have nothing to do with content on Rumble's platform. Just yesterday, YouTube announced that based solely on these media accusations, it was barring Mr. Brand from monetizing his video content. Rumble stands for very different values. We have devoted ourselves to the vital cause of defending a free internet, meaning an internet where no one arbitrarily dictates which ideas can or cannot be heard or which citizens may or may not be entitled to a platform. Bravo, Rumble. We regard it as deeply inappropriate and dangerous that the UK Parliament would attempt to control who is allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a living from doing so. Singling yeah. out an individual and demanding his ban is even more disturbing, given the absence of any connection between the allegations and his content on Rumble. Yep. Well said. I agree. Yeah. Good they on you, Rumble. rushed it. Bravo. Yeah. This is yeah. why we're gonna go to Rumble. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I feel like I want to go on like a like a Lewis Black style, like fuck YouTube, like rant yeah. right now or whatever. But we are there, so like I'll hold that. But y'all, I mean, seriously though. Uh, and that's he's being, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Oh, and and this is purely indicative of Rumble is obviously not government funded, right? Because this seems like so they got they it's got a letter here. They got a letter from UK Parliament yeah. suggesting he be demonetized and removed from the platform. Yeah, like that's any other Rumble business. Was like, okay, good for you, UK Parliament, with all your extra letters and your words and shit. We're not <laughs> going by this. Yeah, no. You know, uh, you know, we're glad you had extra vowels to words that don't belong. You know, there um, was a war that was fought to remove these extra vowels from these words. And we're not going to go by this. And, you know, Russell Brand brings content. And that's, at the end of the day, what we're about. That's I'm how legitimately pleased and proud of, of Rumble for just sticking to what makes fucking sense in this world. My yeah. God. Yep. YouTube has lost its fucking mind, but it's part of Google now. And Or is that right? It's Google? Owned? I oh, can't yeah, keep yeah. track of that. Okay, oh, so it's Google, yeah. which Google... Well, was basically given everything that they have to run their company by the CIA or whatever. So yes, I don't trust the, car them at the all. carrier pigeon algorithm. Yeah. So it, everything yeah. that they built their whole company on was gifted to them by the CIA. And then the CIA was like, oh, we don't have to report to taxpayers anymore about what we're doing because, oh, we're not doing that anymore. It's a private company. But then it's like a private company that's, you know, basically got the. Never mind. I won't <laughs> even get into the. Sorry, I have to go on a yeah. little tangent real quick. Please. Did you know pigeons used to be inside bombs to steer them to the correct destination? What? I kid you not. They trained In bombs? They trained these pigeons to to peck at a certain thing on this screen. And so they would put them in these bombs and have a screen so that it would focus on the target. And it whenever the bomb would start to go off course or missile, whatever. Whenever the missile would start to go off course, it would start pecking because the, the image would go a little bit to the left. It would peck at the image and it would bring the bomb back on course. Get the fuck out of here. It, I watched some videos. I'm on writing this down to look into this later. That's insane. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. And it, One of like, the wow. most bizarre things I've ever had written. I've had some weird stuff written on my notepad. 
Missile pigeons is one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever had written down. Imagine, imagine being this full bearded jihadi that lives in a cave on the side of a mountain. And your biggest flex ever is that you can do monkey bars on a YouTube video. <laughs> you know, you know, look at me intimidate the U.S. military with my monkey bar abilities, you know. Right. And then you get taken out by a by missile a pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know they tried to do like the whole dolphin, like stick the bomb on the ship hull thing and all of that. And they've tried to do stuff with animals before. I did not know this about the pigeon thing is, bombing. This one worked. They didn't try to. It succeeded. They used it was them attacking. in battle. Oh, my God. Wow. So the pigeon dies? <laughs> the pigeon dies. <laughs> so, like, what becomes of the pigeon? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, you got to go watch these videos, man, because they, they give it, like, a detailed viewing of what happens to the dagger. I just thought of Job just always pulling out the dead dove out of his pants or whatever, like... <laughs> God. Oh, there we go. Oh, Stop God. missile pigeons. Join the climate core. Yeah. Right. But, uh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing with Russell Brand, man, it's he's one of the biggest things on Rumble. Um, he's huge on YouTube as well. But, like, he yeah. was one of the first ones to go exclusively on Rumble and get an exclusive Rumble contract. And, I mean, he... not only would that piss off the people at YouTube and the fact that they no longer have control over somebody who makes a ton of money for them. Yeah. Um, but he's also saying things that is very much against the, the flow narrative. we'll call it. Yes. Yeah. He is though, one of the few people, and this is why I like him so much or whatever. And again, just speaking to his mind on this and how he talks to people and his content, if he is right, if I'll, I'll take this, couple seconds to say if he is actually accused of rape then that's a whole other thing and we'll talk about that as a personal thing well if he's convicted for god's sakes that's what I, or that, that's the word i meant to say excuse me he is accused but he, if he is convicted excuse me thank you um then i still even think that we can hold both truths of like i don't agree with that i still like what he said about this one thing and I don't think that as a culture we do a very good job of holding things independently about people. This circles well, all the way back to the prison well, system hey, and why hey, we're I okay used to with drive a Volkswagen. I like the, the the Olympic rings logo. I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Howdy. And, and Hitler was a good painter. Um, I'll say those things. Uh, you know his other stuff. Oh, <laughs> not a big fan. Uh, you know, but all the other things. Like he did some good things. He had some good paintings. One of them was even a map for Call of Duty, I think, right? I, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I've, I've made this like a uh, point before where like if you take just words themselves, you know, and like the, some people have done this where they're like, do you agree with this? And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And they're like, oh, but Trump said it. And they're like, oh, well, then no. And you're like, but you just said you agree, you know. And I don't again, I don't like Trump or whatever. But like it's just a point of like you, sh you should think about things discerningly and independent of the, you know, greater context of things. If you're talking about a thought, you know, and yeah. I would like to judge a man more by his thoughts and the current ones. Like I, there are things I disagree with about myself a week ago. You know, I'm trying to, yeah. if, if we keep punishing people like this and, and thinking about people like, Oh, you said that thing, this is a problem again of like, I don't want to chip in my brain or whatever. I don't want these thought memory. I, I have a hard enough time erasing bad memories as it is. 
<laughs> and I would like us to be a little bit more fluid and to let go of the past a little bit more. And we keep holding these people to that thing you said there's, that one time in college. There's no or whatever, forgiveness. Like, there's no forgiveness. Yes. Like, now, again, I'm not trying to don't conflate that with like, oh, we should just forgive him for rape or whatever. No, I that's again, that's not what I'm saying. And again, separate thing. And if he's actually convicted of that, but he is Alden so told me good. backstage that he does want people to forgive for rape and he thinks that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just right. need to forgive. And that's the solution. That's my go. long con here. That's the only reason I'm on this show. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so good at what he does that he is, he's been able to operate on YouTube this long without getting banned for just like community guideline restrictions because he speaks in such a way. And he does yeah. like, Hey, it's written right here. It's on. I'm citing it right here. Like, and he does a great job and he gathers a lot of people to watch him. I think he gets people to watch him that would hear points that like for some of us, it might be like, oh, yeah, it's like pretty understood already that the government is shit, you know. But some people aren't there yet, you know. And I think he's a good, like, gateway drug kind of thing, you know, well, into and, this. And he's 48, but he does have a link to the, the 20-somethings. Yeah. The 20-somethings are listening to him. Yeah. Because uh, you know, he's, he's awkward and, and entertaining and funny. And he doesn't use sure. profuse profanity. And so you can, you can kind of, you know, listen to him on your lunch break. He's family-friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. well, I would say full family friend. He does cuss. Well, uh, okay, but he's yeah. he's not. He doesn't go out of his way. He's not like prove me wrong, like big dick energy. You know what I mean? Like where he's not like pissing off one whole side or something like that. Like he's right. really like pretty open to like, hey, like come one, come all. You know, like um, I don't know. I really appreciate him for doing that. Oh yeah. And I was honestly, it's only a matter of time before he was targeted for something or whatever. And I'm, oh, I'll just say, I'm not surprised. That in many of his broadcasts. Yeah, yeah he, he says they're going yeah. to come for me if I'm over the target. Yep. Mm -hmm. And these are the allegations that are going to come at me with. Yeah. And yeah. hey, lo and behold, here it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. It is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's the whole thing. So now, so now. You know, if Russell Brand is, you know, fully deplatformed and let's say, for instance, you know, Alex Jones goes to jail because uh, that's his big prediction is that if they ever put him in jail for something, what, what's they're he... going to detonate a nuke within the U.S. border. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, holy crap. What's he being like tried for or whatever? Who, Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, God. All kind of stuff. Uh, so, dude, it's a ridiculous uh, number of things. I'll and, bet. Yeah. And they're all dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it like I mean, a defamation thing or like what's the. One of the biggest is... thing right now is the J6 stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's on the hook for the J6 stuff. You know, Owen Schroyer's got 60 days. I don't know when he has to do that. Uh, right. He's appealing, so I don't know if he has to yet. Yeah, he doesn't have to do it yet. Uh, but then, you know, Alex is still on, on the hook for that. And then the Sandy Hook stuff. And then there's several other things they got him on the hook for. And then like his ex-wife is tied up in it. But like what? Okay. So the Sandy Hook thing, for instance, I, and I forgive my ignorance on this, uh, just in terms of Alex Jones or whatever. I don't, I don't watch a lot of Alex Jones, to be honest. I, I appreciated I what he did. Good for you. <laughs> at a time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what people thought just because I'm into some conspiracy type stuff, but I, I, I don't find Alex Jones particularly, um, I don't know the best way to word this. He's a little over the top. 
and he gets really gung-ho about a thing. And he he's almost has that broken clock energy a little bit where it's like a broken clock is right twice a day kind of thing where like he might be yeah. on something, but he just goes so full steam ahead that he, he'll, he'll go right past like three or four other things. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think it's worth it. Don't set your clock by him, you know? I'll, like, tell you, I'll tell you what's derailed him, particularly in the last five years, is that he's had multiple CIA agents on his show as get, as regular guests that really? will like feed him good information, increase his ratings, increase his sales, pump him up. Is this the and then, the and two then truths and a lie? Crazy, thing? yeah, off yeah. the wall, derailing shit. That's what the CIA does, according to them. That's what the CIA. I've talked about this on this show. The the guy from the like. 1970 or whatever it was talking about the Vietnam War and feeding information to the New York Times or whatever and you know would tell them a couple of truths and then lie and then they would publish it and they would skew the yeah. public opinion toward you know supporting the war and blah 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 this is coming from the CIA at the time or, or quote unquote ex CIA yeah, so that, that that's his whole thing is he, you know he's let people in and believe them and let them air their false theories and then run with them and now he's left holding the bag yeah, that's part of the problem of getting one too big and getting too much attention, and two, he's been in this a long time. I think he forgets what it's like he to be normal. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think and, and he's, he's even said that. Like that was you know, like when he started. He it, has he, said that. Yeah, he was cut and sexy, and he you know he loved life and all that kind of stuff, and then he did the whole. Uh, you know, infiltrate the uh, Bohemian Grove. Kind Bohemian of Grove, yeah, I appreciate him for that. that like, he kind of ballooned because he was like, "Well, they're coming for me. They're going to kill me." Yeah, so I might as well just drink bourbon and eat McDonald's all day. And yeah, uh, he becomes kind of a scapegoat though, where it's too yeah. easy to be now like, he, "Look at now, this guy." Now he's here fifteen whatever. years later, and they're like, "Ha ha, we didn't kill you." Because we watched you kill yourself. He's imploding, and so he's yeah. more valuable to them to make it look bad than he yeah. is dead. Like, yeah, he would become a martyr if he died, and and it's it's actually better that he goes to jail apparently now or whatever. But which you know, I don't agree with that. But or they can just put this financial pressure on him and watch him self immolate. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're to the funny part. Yeah. Funny part. <laughs> we weren't at the funny part already with All overflowing right. jails and. <laughs> This first one is uh, is a meme that's going around. It's a question that w that women are asking their boyfriends and husbands. Um, let's just see what you think. Okay. <laughs> Go for it, Zach. Apparently boys think about the Roman Empire like a lot more than you would expect them to. So me and my friends decided to do some research and um, we're starting off strong with how often do you think about the Roman Empire? On average, at least once a week. And then we move on to um, every other month to twice a week. And then, of course, on occasion, I was actually talking about them a bit earlier today, which he then followed up with, I'm more surprised that people wouldn't think about it. What about the Roman Empire am I supposed to be thinking about in my day-to-day -day life? Then, of course, you've got the ominous, not as often as I used to, which sounds like he's haunted by the Roman Empire. <laughs> he was a teacher, and he was just teaching about it in class today. And an honorable mention for my dad, who said, never. I think about tacos more, so let's make that a trend. So, there you have it. Yeah. Well, and, and the weird thing is, so my dad uh, just recently, uh, so he, he put a roof on his pergola. 
that was attached to the back of his house. So now it's like an actual, you know, enclosed deck. And he put some gutters on that enclosed deck. And I couldn't help myself but to measure various points along his gutter line from the ground level. And I came up with, I said, so you're running this at a quarter percent? The rate of fall. Yeah. 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 I was like, is it really going to, is the rain really going to flow? Is this an aqueduct comment? Yeah. (laughs) But then I said, well, the Roman aqueducts were at least run at half a percent, dad. Yeah. And (laughs) this this was two weeks ago. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, like I, I guarantee you, I think about the Roman empire multiple times a week. Yeah. Like, and I just referenced the Colosseum and compared the NFL to it in a way and like in distracting people from political things. And I had no idea. Absorb us while we go into burn or, you know, whatever, whatever I said, like last week or this week, I don't know. Yeah, I had no idea that women just never thought about their own empire. Haley yeah. only does when she's on the receiving end of me talking about it, and I yeah, don't yeah. even know if that counts because she's not hearing it. So every pothole you drive over, you know, hey, there's cobblestones that the Roman Empire built that still don't have potholes. They had like seven <laughs> layer roads or some crazy thing or whatever yeah. with yeah. different densities for that reason. Like you know, yep. And all roads lead to Rome, you know. Yeah. So go go look up that meme on uh, on Instagram and stuff because there are some funny videos out there about this. That is interesting. <laughs> Zach thought about Nero during this podcast. <laughs> there you go. Oh, because what you want to you want to burn a copy of on a on a DVD? Is that what it is? <laughs> they girls just like their chicken grilled chicken Caesar salad. That's the closest they get, you know. Like, oh, that's a good one. That's a fall yeah. of empire, though. Um, that's fair. All right, let's, we've got four more videos. Let's, let's do it, Zach. That's these dudes digging a hole at the beach, and it's a perfectly circular hole that they're digging. Uh-huh. It's about three feet down. Now, finally, for now, a mysterious hole on a beach has caused a stir in North Dublin. A local astronomy enthusiast is hoping the crater in Port Marnock could be the aftermath of a cosmic event. What? It's a huge, mysterious crater that looks out of this world. But is it? The unusual hole on Port Marnock Beach stopped local astrophysics enthusiast Dave Kennedy in his tracks yesterday. And he's certain the small but heavy rock inside it came from up above. As you can tell by here, there's a scorch mark on this side here. So that would have been at the angle that it came down at. And uh, it is weighty. I'm not sure if it's composition, but we're definitely going to have to find out. Oh my God. The striking hole soon caught the attention of passers-by, many hoping that what they're witnessing is the aftermath of a once-in-a-lifetime cosmic event. I mean, absolutely hilarious. Just two That's guys ridiculous. dug a hole on a beach, perfectly circular, stuck a rock in it, and people thought it was a crater. Oh my God. Do, you know how many holes I've dug on the beach as a kid? Do you realize that, that rock was probably like, I don't know, the size of my head? That would leave make a an way bigger enormous crater. Yeah, yeah, way bigger. You're talking well, his last about name was Kennedy, so they automatically believe him. <laughs> if it was to make, like, it would honestly be the size of like a grain of rice or a pebble or something to make a hole that size. Like, there's no way that that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it's absurd. It was. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I mean, Goku powering up leaves a bigger dent in the ground than that. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. It's you can go so to the next silly. This is a perfect Occam's razor thing of like, we should explore the most obvious ones first. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Watch out, Zach. Just go spin over. <laughs> There's the doggy. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> of course it's a Jack Russell. Yeah. Oh my god. I used to have a Jack yeah, Russell. Those things are vicious. What happened to the squirrel, baby? The squirrel they got are, away. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought that was hilarious. Um, here we Jake, go. your internet's working. What? Of course it is. Well, it wasn't a couple weeks ago when you were well, trying to show. Holden, you're at the <laughs> showing. I'm not showing these. Zach is. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay okay yeah all right go ahead zach did you know someone did a wind tunnel test and found that a cow oh, this, yeah. was more aerodynamic than a jeep yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so good a cow is more aerodynamic than a freaking jeep yeah <laughs> that is so good all right this next one's a longer one and uh, I follow this guy because he is so stinking hilarious. Um, he's basically just walks around. Um, he gets hired by some companies, but he walks around giving very British compliments to people. And oh, I, I love this guy. I just find him incredibly entertaining. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Go for oh, it. those glasses are to die for. They are giving feline glamour oh, out the glamour. wazoo. Nice. Have one of these. Which one's the best? That one. All right. Thank you for trusting my opinion. I trust a man with good shoes. <laughs> you look like you're about to start a honeymoon. Can I give you a Shoreen lift bar? Shoreen lift they're enriched with vitamin B12 for the old brain bone. You know what I'm talking about. They're brand new. <laughs> I, I'm a raspberry and vanilla advocate all day long. If you're not on a honeymoon, you, you very much seem honeymoon stage people. You have very honest looking eyes. I, I imagine you're dreadful at poker. I'd go heads up with you any day. I hate to be that guy. No, be that guy. Just be oh, that they guy. Are, they are vegan. There we go. I am that guy. Uh, Cush can take two if you feel like being opportunistic. You're last for the summer wine. You've been together for decades, but you're still managing this. That's stunning. I love the fact that you're scanning so hard. I like soaring a lot. Did you want one? Oh, of course. I'm going to go rogue, though. You're entitled to go rogue. Never stop roguing. Oh, I used to say, like, my friends, can you say hello? Whatever you've got going on to ensnare a wonderful person like this, congratulations on that as well. Love you. Couldn't love you anymore. Disembodied voice on the phone. Goodbye. <laughs> that is a good Manchester bowl. That is a Soreen lift bar. As you came over, I heard the Stone Roses playing in the background. I'm very much the Stone Roses. Well. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Good man. I'll take it. You're a busy man. Take one. Get on your way. Go on. Scoots, get addled. Well done, the pair of you. You literally haven't stopped laughing. On the verge of crying. I'm just trying to give you a lift and I've reduced you to tears. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, but I've seen a couple of his where he just is doing the random compliments. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, like grocery stores will hire him to hang out outside their really grocery <laughs> store. Or like he, he got hired to to uh be outside of a UFC press conference one time. <laughs> and he gave he gave one of the fighters or somebody a compliment that that dude was not okay with <laughs> mm. it was it was really entertaining yeah um, but yeah <laughs> it was too british for him <clears throat> well they weren't crying laughter tonight but um it is what it is i didn't watch a lot of instagram this past week so, <laughs> so. <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> um yeah that'll do it for today's show y'all 
Um, we have anything else to say before we get off here? I guess. Oh, we have uh, next Saturday night is the Banish Big Brother pub crawl down in Savannah. Mm. So if you um, are in Savannah, if you want to travel down for it, um, it will be from 7 to 11. Uh, I believe, does it say where we're meeting at the very beginning um, of the pub crawl? It's got to somewhere, right? Date and time, location. No, to be announced. So we'll figure out which bar we're going to. Oh, Moon River Moon River Brewing. Brewing. All right. Yeah. And nice. Alden, if you don't want to drive all the way down, you're welcome to drive to my house and I'll we can drive together. I was just thinking, I'm like, what am I doing Saturday the 30th? Right. I'm, I'm going to talk I'm, to Haley. She's my calendar. I'm driving down that day and I'm coming back the next morning. So. Right. Nice. Yeah. Oh, speaking of calendar, I have a. I have to fact check myself. You weren't here last week, but I said uh, this is like a pre-Gregorian calendar date thing. I was telling Stephen about this, and mm-hmm. I uh, didn't come up with a nine eleven fact of the day for the day, and so I came up with it on the fly because it was like the trivia of the day kind of thing. I was like, oh, I know that September fourteenth was when the Gregorian calendar took effect, and they jumped forward a certain number of days or whatever. My stupid brain. Uh, put it at October, which is the next month. And if you were listening, you know. And But it would have been August 31st. It has nothing to do with Halloween. Don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have lied to the people. Perfect. Yeah. Correction. If you know, you know, you know. Yeah. We should have somebody who listens to this podcast every week. Um, we should have... Oh, fact check us? Oh, fact, God. Fact check. And we should do a fact check at the end of the <laughs> You need a whole other podcast to fact check all right y'all well steven alden lovely as usual had a great time with y'all um anybody who's listening anybody who's watching thank y'all for tuning in we really appreciate it um go to lpgeorgia.com to learn more about the libertarian party uh you can go to peacefulcproductions.com to learn more about the production company that is currently producing this podcast along with many more um yeah Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next next Thursday, 8 p.m. Don't forget to tune in to the Free Georgia Podcast on Monday nights for video and Tuesday mornings for audio. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Peace. Cheers.